are so bad at this game. Never pick up the game anymore. Hello there. Thank you for tuning in to Venomous and Fate. In this podcast, we will explore toxicity in multiplayer online games. This topic is something I feel strongly about because I overcame such anger. A short story that reflected my toxic behavior is one of my teammates was performing really badly. Like seriously, he refused to listen to my team's shot calls and decided to do things on his own. And that netted us a loss, which dropped my rankings. After the game, I wrote in chat, go kill yourself. And at that moment, it seemed like the correct thing to do as I got my point across to the opposition. And my ego went up. A year later, and I don't participate in those type of games anymore. Because that year was the time where my grades suffered. Instead, I decided to focus more on my schoolwork as it bear greater fruits for my future. This week, we'll be talking about the toxicity in League of Legends. So, the game League of Legends is a team-based strategy game made by Riot Games where players are formed into two even teams, primarily consisting of five players. Each team starts at opposing sides of a map, which is called a nexus. So in order to win a match, a team needs to destroy the nexus, whether it's the enemy or your side. And in order to do it, they must work through a series of towers called turrets that are placed along three paths to each base. Along the way, each player gains power by completing game objectives, earning them experience points and gold that are used to incre- increase the player's level and to purchase powerful items, potentially giving players an advantage over their opponents. Examples include killing the opposing team's turret players and minions, which are small NPCs that constantly spawn and attack the opposing team. Lastly, the League of Legends superstars. There are like so many infamous players for being super toxic and that, but we'll be primarily talking about Tyler1 and Rat IRL. So two of them share a platform called Twitch, which is a video live streaming service where people get to interact with streamers through live chat. They have gained their popularity through toxicity, which people acknowledge in the community. Welcome to the League of Draven. So Tyler1 was very infamous for acting very hostile and toxic during games where he didn't like the way his team was playing. He usually types in game on how his team is a degenerate and decides to threaten these players. These type of behaviors would get him banned and instead of learning from it, 
he would make alternate accounts to repeat these type of actions. If he did get banned, he would move to the next account and before his indefinite ban on Twitch for League of Legends, he had more than 22 plus accounts banned. Like which is a, a lot because personally I haven't got banned but 22 is still a lot. What doesn't kill you just isn't finished yet. For Rat IRL, he created the Low9, which is referred to as L9 Club, which was a platform for boosting, which helped other people win through alternate accounts in Low Elo because of how good he was in the game. And occasionally win trading, which allowed the enemy team to win because of a transaction being made in high level gameplay. While doing so, numerous accounts would get permanently banned for extreme toxicity to players in chat. In most cases, Rat IRL would write extremely racist and offensive messages that often get exposed on stream as he was mostly playing in high elo. For Tyler1, he would play in a way where he would always troll pick if he didn't get the role he wanted. And if people really get on his nerve, he has what he calls an int list. Where where he get into contact with the person he has beef with and he would intentionally feed and troll them, incentivizing them to dodge. However, if he doesn't have a problem with his teammates, he will usually perform at his peak. But if they don't give him his wish for buffs to perform better in the game, he will run it down giving the enemy team an advantage in gold and leading to his team's demise. For Rat IRL, he plays at a very high skill level as his playstyle is extremely offensive and catches people by surprise, which leads to him hard carrying. However, like the similarities from Tyler1 could also be said for Rat IRL as people who are usually matched with him are often like very frustrated because the game game's outcome often depend on his mood. So if something triggers him, he'll often troll and throw the game if things don't go his way. For the communities reaction to both Tyler1 and Rat RL, they both are different until they both got reformed. But before Tyler1 got reformed, he was seen as a legend among his fanbase in Twitch as people watched him for his toxic behaviors. And when he got banned indefinitely in 2016 for playing League of Legends on his streaming platform, there were people that were actually happy that Riot Games took the time to ban this toxic toxic player out. But there were also people that were also pretty sad because they watched him for this type of behavior and since they don't have like this type of male, they really wanted him back. So in 2018, he came back to soothe his fraught relationship with the developer Riot Games and became reformed and he no longer tried to ruin the games he played, creating a movement online. Despite this comeback, plenty of people have not forgiven his actions in the past and still dislike him even till this day. Which is fine because I also don't really agree that writing those 
type of messages is the correct thing to do but still learning from your mistakes from the past really is very heartwarming it's like the same thing with uh rat irl so before he was reformed rat irl gameplay along his toxic persona attracted his many fans who wanted to be like him but like for rat irl when rat irl trolled his teammates by win trading or ruining games by boosting other streamers were disappointed in these type of players because these types of behaviors were very unhealthy for the game like who isn't disappointed when someone in the enemy team is playing at a high level when you are still relatively new to the ranking or when you couldn't control the game because your team decides to give the enemy team a huge advantage like for no reason you just handing them a free win but like around mid 2019 rat IRL decided to fully reform his behavior and focused on twitch streaming career as well as making full-time YouTube content. While the majority of his fans was initially attracted to his edgy persona that simply has no place in league nowadays, he does have a lot of fans that simply still watch his gameplay and personality. But people will never forget about this fiasco of a mess he executed in the past. But whether or not he did it intentionally, it shows how anyone can change and that good things happen to people who focus on improving themselves. Here with me today to speak about his experience of overcoming toxic gaming addiction is my brother Pillar. I'm going to be asking you a few questions on League of Legends. Yeah, okay. What is League of Legends to you? I guess League of Legends to me, I guess. I know it's the only game that I play and it's the only game I watch. The League is basically, I guess, everything to me, even though it's really toxic. And when there are times where I want to quit, I just keep on going, going back. So League of Legends is, I know, sometimes when I, do, when I win, I feel really good and I feel like the game is good, but I just lose because of their champions feel like it's a bad game. So uh, you mentioned about the toxicity. Was there ever a experience that a player did to like annoy you? There are a lot of times. Should I just tell you just a simple one? Uh, yeah. If you do have uh, some notable ones, it would be very uh, nice to hear. I think I remember so basically I remember a game where another player in my team, like he wasn't performing well and I felt like he was a bot and I felt like really angry. I said something in the chat saying, oh, this guy's a bot. What's he doing? And I felt really annoyed that he wasn't trying at all. And then I, I remember writing in chat, oh, this guy's a bot. And then at some point, he replied, like, saying, oh, this is the reason why I don't play this game. And then that really made me really mad, because this guy decided to go play ranked. Meanwhile, ranked, and then lost off the game. Meanwhile, he thought this played a bot game or a normal game. And, yeah, I just replied him saying, like, I'm not angry at you for or, like, I don't care if you do bad in a different game mode, but the fact that you decided to play your champion in ranked and troll with it, like, I, it was really unacceptable for me. After you unleash a anger towards him, what did you do next? Do you, like, play another game? I remember playing with my friend, and that made me, like, decide to play more. And after I played with him in the next game, I think it felt better because I wasn't playing with that person anymore. But if it's more more severe that there's like someone just flaming me because I'm losing my lane because my champion sucks. I, probably next game 
game. I'll be tilting and won't play for a while. I see. Well, thank you for speaking in this uh, podcast. The audience ought to love this. Yeah, no problem. Okay. Thank you. No problem. Thank you. Okay, now I'll be talking about the examples of toxic behaviors. These examples include trash talking, leaving, slash AFKing, disrupting gameplay, and spamming. So, in like in League of Legends, like trash talking is when someone uh, attacks some uh, someone verbally by putting them down or insulting them, uh, insulting them by the way they play. Leaving slash AFKing is when someone gets frustrated and decides a game is already lost and decides to leave the game. Disrupting gameplay is when one of your teammates decides to ruin your game by giving the enemy team a huge advantage over you, which includes giving the enemy a huge gold lead by getting killed over and over willingly, and spamming, which is done by sending a message over and over again relentlessly, using the ping function to continuously harass another teammate. Like for, for, for for the ping, it's supposed to provide information uh, provide game information to the entire team. However, people are just using these alerts to show their frustration by by their teammates or by how they're they're trying to like put their ego up. So, uh, speaking of that, these players just they, like they they don't really care about winning unless uh, and just want to care about uh, their their ego and it ruins the it ruins the game like think about it like if you're if you're trying so desperately to win a game but someone in your team decides to give up and run it down willingly to give the enemy an advantage infuriates players such as myself if the player who gets fed in the team is a good player it means an instant win to the opposing team like there's like no way of winning if they get really fed as they could buy multiple items and have a huge xp lead over you if not it is still pretty hard to get back into the game and win the experience with these type of players are the reason why people snap at them and for the the common use they uh, the common use of words slash terms are the question mark the you call them trash in, uninstall so like whenever you type the term question mark you usually use it uh, to show how angry you are at at a specific player for dying a lot in the game so. After a few while, like if they uh, died already, like let's say five times, and they die again, you give them the question mark to demoralize and enrage them for playing badly. 
and the same thing could be used for trash uh, when you shame them for being bad at the game because of their poor performance in your match game and the word in uninstall is used to tell a player to never play the game and delete it from your computer and uh, hence the term uninstall so how would other people respond back so the normal and smart way to get out of this situation is just to simply ignore them and continue playing the game like if you if you just uh stay silent and uh just just continue playing the game it's more healthier for you as uh you don't have to deal with their shtick but if if you aren't the type of person to get uh if you're not the type of person if you're not yeah if you're not that type of person i say you would just just mute them with with that type of button so yeah those type of people are usually the one who enjoys the game and like don't want controversy with someone if their mental if their mentality goes boom then it like it ruins your relationship with other people besides if you say anything dumb in chat the league system could pick it up and you get permanently banned <laughs> yeah uh, let's say that you you aren't that ch type of uh person you, instead you get into an argument with this individual and it's like really childish because there's no resolutions there's no resolution and it like it could get worse if if you take it out of game so um if they do privately message each other they could say things like death threats or say like racist and uncalled jokes psychologist olivia metcalf and kristen pammer said that people who are usually addicted to those games will show high levels of psychological arousal and lead to emotional responses such as anger fear nervousness and excitement that is why people such as veterans like myself quit because there's nothing to be gained from playing in a toxic environment if you enjoy this podcast make sure to rate and review this podcast and share with your friends be sure to tune in next time as i'll be talking about overwatch thank you so much for listening and this is kevin signing out until next time